Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. My son's name is Maxwell. You know where it came from? Where? The Beatles song, Maxwell's Silver Hammer. You're such a dork. I am a dork. And Chad P. No, uh, substantial infringement of trade dress. I don't know what the dress is all about. Class is in. This is Rock School. Good afternoon. My name is Daddy. My name is Daddy. It's you. My name is Daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rock School, and I'm just going to tell you right up front, I just became a father for the second time, ladies and gentlemen. Daddy Part 2. Daddy Part 2. My daughter came home. Uh, My wife and I are, we're adoptive parents. My son is from Guatemala, and now my daughter is is from Guatemala. She is beautiful. Josh, she is. She She's is absolutely beautiful, gorgeous. Doc. You did great. Uh, I do. I didn't do anything. I just, <laughs> I just That's brought like her shopping. Home. You know, I'll uh, take no, that one. It is not. No, it know, is not. But she's home now, and uh, I'm the happiest guy in the world. I'm the happiest guy in the world. Good. So her name is Isla, uh, Isla Grace, yep. and she's finally home with us. And so, as soon as I finish this show, I'm going to shake your hand and say. I gotta go home. Yep. I gotta go home and play daddy. That's good. Yep. So my real name is Joe Burns, a professor, hopefully continually employed, so I can continue <laughs> to buy little girls' clothes. Now she's two years old and one month. Excellent. And speaks no English. Wow. She speaks only Spanish. So I'm 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 helping myself through this old Spanish book, and I'm learning all these little phrases. Good so for you. This is part two of our band name show. You know who I am. This is Chad P. Chad P. is the guy who's going to help me through this radio program here. Part two of this book. Read it for me, there, young man. Rock and roll. Call the history and mystery behind rock names. And before we get started, say hi to a listener who sent us an email. His yes. name is. Got an email from a listener, Mr. Tom. Hogan emailed us uh, on last week's show when we mentioned Huey Lewis in the news, who were once Huey Lewis and the American the uh, American Express. Right. And he said, uh, reminded me of one of my trademark infringement cases. So the change of name probably came in response to a letter from a New York lawyer charging Huey Lewis with, here, and I quote, substantial infringement of trade dress. Good Lord. Yes, sir. That sounds like it's worth a lot of money. Yes, it does. All right. So what we're going to do for a second hour is we're going to start with the letter M, finish out the alphabet, and play a whole bunch of good music that we haven't played before on this show. Excellent. Here are some groups and what their well, their names mean or where the names come from. Okay. The Marshall Tucker Band. Well, I'm guessing it came from Mr. Marshall Tucker. Who was the piano tuner in the hall that the group used to use when they were rehearsing? They actually employed a piano tuner? Well, the hall employed the piano tuner. Okay. Yeah. Matchbox. This band's name came from Carl Perkins' song. Matchbox, mm-hmm. okay. which was recorded by the Beatles. Uh, Martha and the Vandellas. Lead singer Martha Reeves named the group in honor of Detroit's Van Dyke Street and Della Reese, okay. her favorite singer. And now the group we're going to play. Do you remember how much I 
tried to find this song. I, I sure even, do. I even contacted the new program director here. We'll call him... Um, Terry? Terry. We'll okay. go with Terry. Yeah. This is the Meat Puppets. Yep, yep, yep. Do you remember the Meat Puppets? I know this song. The Meat Puppets took their name from a B. Kleiben cartoon called Bob and Jane See All the Meat Puppets. <laughs> Do you even remember B. Kleiben? No. When I was in college, B. Kleiben was a very famous cartoonist because of B. Kleiben cats. Yeah. It was these little striped black and white cats, and they were everything. Talking about, I love to eat the little mices, I love to chomp their little toes. Yeah. This was another one of his cartoons, The Meat Puppets. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the backwater right here, Rock School. <laughs> city of Phoenix, Arizona, Kurt and Chris Kirkwood, the Meat Puppets. I love that song. I do too. I really do. When that came out, I said, these guys are going to be huge. Shows what I know. <laughs> We're doing nothing but uh, from Rock and Roll Call, one of these books that I've had forever, the history and mystery behind rock names. Where did the names of these groups come from? The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Where did it come from? Originally, the band called themselves just the Boss Tones because they were from Boston. Mm-hmm. Problem was, there was already a band named the Boston's. Really? So they added Mighty Mighty. Millie Vanilli. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they named, well, yeah, they patterned themselves after the band Scritty Politty. Okay. So they needed something that sounded like Scritty Politty, so they went ahead and called themselves Millie Vanilli. Moby Grape. Have you ever heard Moby Grape? Who? Do yourself a favor. What? Get on one of these download sites, you kids and your rock and roll. They're not a band that is, is very, very well known today, but if you like guitar work at all, mm-hmm. find Moby Grape. In Moby fact, I'm going to find a, a reason. To, I should have brought them today. I'm going to find a reason to play Moby Grape on this radio show because it is so good. The band was looking for you know, a reason to name themselves, and they looked at one of these little kids' books, and it said, What's Purple and Swims in the Ocean? Moby Grape. Moby Grape. Wow. That's where they took their name. Okay. Molly Hatchet. The band was named after Hatchet Molly, an infamous, an infamous lady of the evening known to kill her clients with a... Hatchet. Hatchet. Motorhead. They took their name from the B-side of a 1974 Hawkwind single, The King of Speed. Mm. Let me see here. Let me give you a couple more. Mungo Jerry. Remember Mungo Jerry? In nope. the summertime when the weather is high, you can reach right up and touch the sky. You'd know it if you heard it. Took their name from a cat in T.S. Eliot's Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Oh. New Riders of the Purple Sage. The band's name comes from a 1912 novel of fiction by writer Zane Grey, writer of the Purple Sage. Nazareth. Remember Nazareth? Now you're messing with yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a sum. Uh, the name was inspired by the first line of the song, The Weight by the Band. Pulled into Nazareth, I was feeling bad. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails, founded by Trent Reznor. Trent the band's Reznor. name comes from the number of nails used in the crucifixion. Wow. And uh, one more. Nirvana. In a press release, Kurt Cobain stated, It's a saying and doing and playing what you want. According to Webster's, Nirvana means freedom from pain, suffering, and the external word. It's pretty close to a definition of what I consider my music. It's like a state of happiness. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. The one we're going to play. Who? Oasis. Ah, the Gallagher brothers. According to their press release, it states, Liam saw a poster advertising a club called Swindon Oasis, and he thought it would be a good name. All right. That's one story. Here's another story. It was supposedly the first public place the Beatles ever played. Okay. Another story. 
It's a leisure center in Manchester, England, the band's hometown. And here's another story. Okay. It's the name of the cab service near the member's house. So any one of those four will do. Who cares? Great band. Oasis. Rock school. of these bands and how they got their names and yeah. some of them I you know I, I hadn't read them in a while and uh, I can't say a lot of these on the air <laughs> and I've, I've introduced a lot of these bands on the air and it never occurred to me where these names came from and they're they're dirty <laughs> I mean I mean they're really dirty here are some of them that aren't we're in the O's as we go through where these bands got their names the offspring yeah I love the offspring me too the band considered themselves to be the second generation of punk rock hence they are the Offspring. Offspring. And that name makes sense. Yeah. Oingo Boingo. What? Originally, they were a stage act. They weren't just musicians. They actually put on an act. They were called the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo. Hmm. Gradually, they only became a musical group. And they just dropped the Mystic Knights. I would have kept the Mystic Knights. I like that better, too. I thought the Mystic Knights was a better name anyway. Yeah. The Outfield. Uh, They were originally called the Baseball Boys. You remember the movie The Warriors? Yep. One of the gangs was the Warrior, or was the Baseball Boys. Yeah. And they didn't like that very much. They just called themselves the Outfield. Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, yeah. Parliament comes from the cigarette. Okay. That's the kind that George Clinton used to smoke. He just simply added Funkadelic because he thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. You know what Pearl Jam's original name was? Uh, Mookie Blaylock. Oh, good. Good call on (laughs) that, guys. (laughs) Eddie Vedder later suggested the name Pearl Jam came in honor of his famous Aunt Pearl's homemade jam. Uh, No, that's a complete (laughs) lie. Uh, It's actually a natural aphrodisiac containing peyote. I tell you what, though, it's a great name. It is. It's a really cool name. It's an excellent name. Uh, Poco, the uh, the group Poco, originally wanted to call themselves Pogo. However, uh, the cartoon strip uh, drawn by Walt Kelly mm-hmm. decided to say, "Oh no, we legally would say don't do that." So they that changed. Be, uh, what, yeah, what, where's that piece of paper? Uh, what's that? What's that called came again? In and said, "No, uh, substantial infringement of trade dress." I don't know what the dress is all about. But I don't <laughs> know. Did Pogo wear a dress? Uh, they just changed the one letter from Pogo to Poco. Okay. Police. Why police? Uh, drummer and co-founder Stuart Copeland's father uh, worked for the CIA. So they went with police. Nice. Porno for Pyros, Perry Farrell's group. They found it by leafing through a magazine that sold fireworks. Okay. All right. And the one we're going to play, the Presidents of the United States. We had one group named the same way, Loverboy, in the show number one. Mm -hmm. They stood at a party and hurled names at the audience until the audience finally said, yeah, that's the one we like. The Presidents of the United States of America. She's Lump. On Rock School. Lump sat alone in a boggy marsh, totally motionless. Are they grunge? 
No. They're out of Seattle no. around that time, but no. they're not grunge, you they're don't think grunge. so? No. You heard it. I don't know. Not are they grunge? Like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? The presidents of the United States of America and Lump. Here's a couple more. You can't, you can't categorize grunge as being from Seattle. Because, well, it's, it's where it started. Oh, okay. So you and I start up a band. We're automatically Cajun, right? Because we're from Louisiana. So we have to be a Cajun band. Sure, you're right. Okay. Pretenders. The group took the name from the song The Great Pretender, 1956, hit by the Platters. Okay. Procol Harum. It's Latin, meaning beyond these things. However, that's not where they got it. Okay. They were looking for a name for the band, and they asked their friend, what kind of cat is that? Hmm. And that was the name of the cat. Okay. So that's where it came from. Don't get me started on Whiter Shade of Pale. We'll be back in one minute on Rock School. piece of production you have you. there thank is that there. music bed. That's very, very nice. Folks, this is Rock School, and we are dealing with Rock and Roll Call. That's the name of the book, the history and mystery behind rock names as we talk about a bunch of rock groups, play a few of them for you, and where their names came from. I'm Joe Burns. You I'm are? Chad P. There you are. Quarter Flash. Remember Quarter Flash? They had the female lead singer that always had an alto saxophone around her neck. Oh, yes, yes. The term comes from an Australian expression. He's a quarter flash and three parts dumb. I like that. So they were the quarter flash. <laughs> Queen. The name Queen was lead singer Freddie Mercury's idea and was chosen because it was short, memorable, and had connotations of royalty. There you go. That's it? That's cool. the only reason? You sure? Nah. Queensryche. Originally, the band was called either The Mob, mm-hmm. Knight Rider, mm-hmm. Blinded, The Lady Wore Black, or what? Queen of the Reich. My word, five and names? That's right. They used to play night after night. They were able to get paid, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they were different bands, and when they started to actually hit, they needed to pick a name, mm. so Queen of the Reich was kind of rough to get on, so they pushed it all together and became Queen Reich. Quiet Riot. Kevin Debro was asking a friend, do you have any names? And the guy said, you should call yourself Quite Right. As in the British phrase. Quite right. Oh, quite right, young man. Quite mm-hmm. right. And Debro heard him incorrectly as Quiet Riot. I like that better. R.E.M. The name was chosen when the band was sitting around just brainstorming. Names. You know, anything. Asparagus. Yeah. Spumoni. <laughs> R.E.M. Oh, that's good. We like that one. Rage Against the Machine. According to the band, their name refers to a people's movement of trying to push back against the corporations, the governments, and empowered moralists from controlling our lives. Boy, I'll bet they're fun at Thanksgiving dinner, aren't they? I'll bet they're just a joy. And the band we're going to play, Rainbow. This was originally called Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Obviously, he the lead guitarist. The Rainbow, obviously, Richie Blackmore came from the, the guitarist. Mm-hmm. But the Rainbow portion of it was came from the Los Angeles Sunset Strip Club called 
the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. This is before um, the lead singer Ronnie James Dio came in. If you don't recognize the vocals, it's hard to find this guy as a lead singer. He's normally a background singer. His name is Graham Bonnet. However, this was their biggest hit, Rainbow, Since You've Been Gone on Rock School. Do you remember last week you asked me what bands I was in? I told you I was in a band called Theory. Yeah. We played that. Did you? Yeah. I don't. We didn't open any set with it. It was just one of the songs we played. But it was one of those tunes that on CD or on 45 at the time I was playing it, it goes for three minutes. Mm-hmm. In concert, you sort of judge how the audience enjoyed it. And it, it could go. Oh, you know, it could go for 20 minutes. Because <laughs> it's just da-da-da-dunt, da-da-dunt, da-da-dunt. And as if the audience is continuing to dance, you just let it go on. Why not? We're going to play one more before the bottom of the hour. Yes, uh, yes. So let's look at a few more here. Roxy Music. It was intended to convey a slightly older glamour on pun on rock, stated Brian Ferry. I don't even know what that means. I read it as exactly what it said right there. See? Yeah, I see it. Another story is that Roxy came from the name of a hometown theater and that music was added because another band was already using the term Roxy. Rush. The group Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the 1970s, some head shops in Toronto were selling a product called Rush. Apparently, you either drank it or sniffed it, and it produced a head rush. You know, like those little yellow tablets uh, you find at truck stops and such? Oh, yeah. Apparently, they... the same stuff. Scorpions. When they were formed, there were already several other bands named after animals, beetles, monkeys, mm-hmm. turtles. They decided to do something similar. The Screaming Trees. The name was lifted from one of the band's guitar effect pedals, the Screaming Tree Treble Booster. I hate to admit it, but I remember that. (laughs) The Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's who we're going to play. Originally called Tony Flo and the Miraculously Majestic Masters of Mayhem. I remember reading that. Say that three times fast. Exactly. The band decided the name just didn't uh, work very well. Too long, didn't fit on a marquee. Sat down, brainstormed until Flea said... Red Hot Chili Peppers. Perfect. Like it. Good. Love it. Very good. Danny California. Rock School. Gorgeous sound he gets out of that instrument. Tell you what. Absolutely gorgeous sound he gets out of that instrument. Typically you hear these bands and maybe one or two of the musicians really stand out. You know, like you say, oh yeah, Kiss, uh, Gene Simmons, really good bass player. Or uh, Aerosmith, Joe Perry, really good guitarist. But every musician in the Red Hot Chili Peppers is almost a perfectionist at their craft. Oh, I agree with you, but the group runs hot and cold for me. Really? I, I really got to tell you, I went out and bought Stadium Arcadium because of Danny California. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Mother's Milk. Same thing with uh, what 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 album had Under the Bridge? Blood Sugar it? Sex Magic. Yeah. 
the group runs real hot and cold for me. The songs I like, I adore. Mm-hmm. Past, and the songs you don't? Yeah, I can't stand them. Hmm. I, it just, they, they run extremely hot. I love that song, and I love two or three other ones off of Stadium Arcadium. Yeah. Past that, can't stand it. I just burn the songs that I like onto a CD, and that's it. That album you just mentioned, yeah. that was going to be one of my picks for the show that we were going to do about Stranded on a Deserted Island. What album would you take? Oh, we're still doing it. We're oh, just we're not going to do oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's okay. a great idea. That's, that's it gets a, the audience thinking about what they would bring. But that's one of the ones that I would take because I can listen to that front to back. Oh, then that's coming. That's coming. Welcome to the bottom of the hour. Way late, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> so let's do our business very quickly. The boss likes us to get all this in. Come to the website, kslu.org, and you'll see the Rock School chalkboard on the right. Mm-hmm. That's us. Yep. Look for uh, look for all the good stuff and all the shows in podcast format. Want to write us an email? Here's how you do it. kslurockschool at gmail.com. kslurockschool at gmail.com. Do like my good friend, Mr. Tom Hogan. Shoot us an email. Just let us know any little pointless fact that you may want to throw Throw in because, after all, that's what the show is all about. Hello to everyone in Spain listening on 89.0 Radio Universidad Salamanca, Spain. Hello to everybody listening in Shreveport listening on KSCL 91.3 FM. And in Connecticut listening on 88.1 WESU Middletown. Fantastically done. Oh, yeah. Didn't even, didn't even. You threw them in random order. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and you, you you stood up to the challenge. Want some more? Yep. Seven Mary Three, the group Seven Mary Three, where did its name come from? They were watching a 1970s cop show called Chips. Okay. <laughs> and when they pick up their microphone and key it, they always Seven say Mary Three. Seven Mary Three. That's nice. exactly what they did. Simple Minds. They took their name from a line in the David Bowie song, Gene Genie, Gene Genie. That's where they got it. Okay. Simply Red. This came from an introduction. The lead singer's name was Red. He had very, very red hair, so his nickname was Red. Hmm. But when they were introduced one time by a disc jockey, he called them Simply Red. Okay. And they liked that better and kept it. Susie and the Banshees. Susie Sue is the lead singer. Her real name is Susie Dalian. So you like that. And they needed the name for the band. Mm-hmm. So they looked at a Vincent Price movie called Cry of the Banshee. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Susie Sue and the Banshees. Smashing Pumpkins. You want to talk about a band that takes itself way too seriously. Okay. That's another one that runs real hot and cold for me. Yeah, me too. I, I, like I got to agree don't. with you on that one. Smashing Pumpkins. Their name is a joke. The band hates being asked what their name is. They refuse to tell the story, and uh, that to me is just, you know, if you're going to be a band, tell the story. Please. You know, don't be that way. In a, oh, please. And make sure my Evian's very cold. Uh, back off. Whatever. And the group we're going to play, Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snake was driving home from band practice with then the members of the group, and they were throwing names into the air, and they were saying, what about this? What about this? They saw some skid marks from a car that had gone off the road, and the mm-hmm. one guy joked, what about skid marks? Well, obviously, that's a hideous name <laughs> for a band. And Snake turned around and said, terrible Skid Row. Better. Oh. That's how they got their name. Skid Row. Rock school. Hey, you know, if we had hair, all this headbanging that we're doing would actually look cool. (laughs) 
Have you ever seen the lead singer Snake? No. He's got a nose ring and an ear ring and a chain Are going from one to the other. Ah, yeah. How do you put on a sweater? <laughs> You'd think you'd get that caught like two teenagers wow. kissing with braces. Oh, my God. Don't, don't move. Don't move. You know he doesn't hunt. He can't hunt. How do you walk through the woods? You'd get that caught on a tree branch. Easily. You know that. Oh, uh, uh, hey, uh, we got one more before we take a breath. Uh, a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about snake caught on a tree branch here. Oh, ow, 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 ow. Let me get it. Let me get it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> Uh, we're dealing with band names and where they came from. The Smithereens. Love the Smithereens. The name was taken from an oft-quoted cartoon icon, Yosemite Sam. Oh, you know Smithereens. That's exactly it. I thought about it. The Smiths. Lead singer Morrissey, who's, by the way, not bad on his own either, uh, came up with a name. They settled on a simplistic name in response to all the popularity of bands with really intricate names at the time. Mm-hmm. The Smiths. Could okay. have been the Joneses, the Burnses. You know. Snoop Doggy Dog. Calvin Brodus is his name. He got the name uh, from resembling the character Snoopy, according to his grandfather. What? His grandfather said when he was a baby, he looked like Snoopy. So they called him Snoopy, Mm. and that's where he came from. Social distortion. According to the lead singer, he said, you see, there's society, and we're distorting it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Sonic Youth. The name was created by mixing together the names of two other local music groups, uh, Sonic Rendezvous Orchestra and Big Youth. Okay. Why not? Soul Asylum. Came to the lead singer, Dave Pirner, in a dream. Okay. There you go. And the one we're going to play, Sound Garden. Sound Garden is the name of a sculpture in Magnuson Park in Seattle, Washington. Mm -hmm. This sculpture consists of pipes, hollows, windmill blades, and when the wind blows, the sculpture causes a very low humming sound. And the title is Sound Garden. Garden. Okay. That's where they took their name. Not bad. And they named this one after another local musician who takes two spoons, pounds them together. Spoon Man. Yep. Rock School. Like that one, do I you? I do. I really do. Soundgarden on Rock School. That's one of those tunes you can listen to over and over and over again. Yeah. I can, but don't play Black Hole Sun. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one either. I, like Unchained by Van Halen's the same way. I could play it again and again mm-hmm. and again, and it would just drive other people crazy, but I could do it. <laughs> more band names. You got to take a break, yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, here's a few more beforehand. Spandau Ballet. Uh, it's from the Spandau Prison in Germany. Apparently, when they used to hang prisoners, yeah. their feet would kick oh. and it was called the spandau ballet that's cruel it is spinal tap you Yay. know the, originally they thought that s-p-i-n-a-l the the correct spelling uh-huh. they thought that that was an incorrect spelling 
Really? They thought they were doing something metal and spelling it incorrectly on purpose. <laughs> they thought it was spelled S-P-Y-N-A-L. They thought that was the correct spelling, so they thought they were doing something metal by spelling that it that way. We have a whole show dedicated to the, to the Spinal Tap. It's not a bad idea. We really should. Because everybody knows the, uh, it's not Smell the Glove, what's the, the, the All Black album. Oh, uh. Everybody knows that one, but they don't know Break Like the Wind, <laughs> which is an even better album, to be honest <laughs> with you. One more, Squeeze. Yeah. The name was uh, taken from a hat. All the members of the group were told to write down what they thought would be the best name. They threw it in a hat, reached in, and whoop, out came Squeeze. Yay. One minute. We'll be back. Rock school. This is Rock School, ladies and gentlemen, as we are finishing up part two of Rock and Roll Call, the history and mysteries behind rock names, one of my books uh, of the hundreds that I have after all of my years in radio. Nothing but the history behind a lot of rock group names. When are we going to do a show off of a book that I own? Well, buy a few and bring it in, man. I have one. I am more than pleased to do that. It would be less work for me. Cool. And, but it's uh, called Hooper Humperding, not him. By all means. I have no idea what song we'll play by that, but let's do it. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. It came from the fact that Scott Wheeland used to have an oval STP sticker on his bike. Yeah. And just thought it was the greatest thing in the world, so they needed something to go with Stone Temple, or to STP. And they came up with the motor oil. Uh, well, they needed something to go with STP, right? And they came up with Stone Temple Pilots. Okay. See, they needed something to go with those three letters. Mm. Supertramp came from the book, the autobiography of a Supertramp by W. H. Davies. Okay. Stray Cats. Uh, apparently, when they were over in London uh, making a name for themselves, they were blackballed by a lot of clubs because they didn't like their music. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they kept the word cats in their names, but. Various something cat, black cat, stray ah. cat, you know, ugly cat, mm-hmm. what have you. But they kept cat each time, but went with different incarnations of the word cat. And the last one that they had before hitting it big was stray cat. That's okay. the one that was left behind. Uh, they might be giants. That's from a little-known 1972 film starring George C. Scott and Joanne Woodward. Temptations. They were originally called the Elgins. The problem was the name was already taken. The oh. Elgins was taken, yeah. and they just sat around and started throwing out names, and somebody went, how about we just call ourselves Temptation? And somebody said, well, there's many of us. How about we call themselves Temptations? <laughs> Perfect. And the one we're going to play. The Tubes. The Tubes was named from a medical dictionary. What they did is they went and looked up the ear. Mm-hmm. Because they were music, you hear with your ears. Mm-hmm. They looked it up, and they sounded, oh, look, the bones of the inner ears, the rods, the bulbs, and the... Tubes. Tubes, ladies and gentlemen. Big hit for these guys away back when in 1983. She's a beauty on Rock School.
Ah, she's a beauty. She certainly is, ladies and gentlemen, out of Phoenix, Arizona, the tubes. That's it. That's going to wrap up the show. Last break, one more song to go. And we mentioned them already, but Chad looked at me and said... Play They Might Be Giants. Yeah, please. Uh, Yeah, he likes the group. So we're going to finish up with They Might Be Giants. Let me give you a few more here from the book, Rock and Roll Call. Just a few quick ones because we got to get out of here. The Velvet Underground. They took their name from a pulp novel of the same name about the joys of really bad topic. <laughs> um, the Ventures were originally called the Versatones. When they changed their music, uh, they changed their name to reflect their, quote, new adventure. Okay. Veruca Salt uh, came from the character inside of Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I want it now. <laughs> I want it now. Uh, Wang Chung was a fr- uh, originally called Huang Chung. I don't speak Chinese, so if I really screwed it up, sorry. It stood for perfection in music. They just simply changed it to Wang Chung. Okay. War. War. In the middle of the peace movement in the 1960s, they did it to attract attention. That's really about it. Uh, give me one of the Z's. Uh, you know, ZZ Top's the only one they had. They get, they took it after a parody of B.B. King. Okay. Uh, and yes, according to the liner notes of the Yes box set, John Anderson recounts the story. Yes got pulled out of a bag. They put all the names in a bag, reached in. Yes came out. Some are deep and some are just... And some are not. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to finish it up. They Might Be Giants came from, uh, like we said before, the title of a movie starring George C. Scott and Joanne Woodward. Yep. It's called Geek Rock, Yep, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't let's start. That'll do it. My name is Joe Burns. My name is Chad P. The name comes from uh, my college job where there were three Chads, Chad Graves, Chad Bankston, Chad Pierce. Therefore, Chad B., Chad G., and Chad P. My daughter's name is Isla Grace. It comes from my grand- my wife's grandmother's best friend, and we just thought the word grace sounded nice next to it. Doesn't it come out of the mouth nice? Very Isla nice. Isla Grace. Isla Grace. Isla Grace. My son's name is Maxwell. You know where it came from? Where? The Beatles song, Maxwell's Silver Hammer. You're such a dork. I am a dork. (laughs) Class is dismissed. Don't, don't, don't let's start.